Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey guys, this is Keith Hover, broadcasting live from downtown Pensacola. Uh, for those of us joining us on live stream, hello, uh, Facebook, 850 Media, all that good stuff. I've got, um, well, I've got one character here I already know about, and I've got another one we're going to find out about today. So, But uh, uh, Mr. Robinson, thank you for coming today. Thank you, Keith, for having me. I, yeah. I look forward to uh, being a part of this and appreciate you having me on. Well, we, we do too. We, we advertise a little bit, so hopefully we got some listeners out here for you. But um, for those that, that don't know who you are, please, let's. I can't do an introduction as well as you probably can. So, <laughs> I'm Grover Robinson. I, a Pensacola resident, uh, grew up here, Washington High School, uh, went away to Birmingham to study at uh, Birmingham Southern College, uh, lived there, uh, came up straight out of school, went to banking, uh, was there. Amp South Bank uh, had a great experience. They transferred me down here, uh, enjoyed it, but uh, I learned a lot from banking, but I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. Uh, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. My father came to me, he said, he said, he said I got a, an offer you can't refuse. They won't name the company after you. So why don't you come work for Grover Robinson and Associates? So I went to work into a commercial real estate with him uh, in, in 98. And uh, he passed, he and my mother passed away in 2000. Um, and, and after that, I, I, you know, business was good, successful, but looking at, at some things and, and dealing with giving back to the community, people came to me and said, hey, we got some problems that we're not addressing. Really think you ought to run for public service. Your family's been in public service. So I jumped into it in 2006 and ran for Scambia County Commissioner. And so that sort of brings me up to where we are today. Jumped right in, huh? There was no hesitation whatsoever? Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd grown up in, in public service. Yeah. Uh, there's always hesitation, but, you know, at that point I was... Um, I had had enough experience that I thought I'd go ahead and, and try it out. Yeah. So, and I couldn't imagine if somebody tells me, Hey, go jump in public service. I, I, I don't know what that means. Um, so <laughs> go run for office. Yeah. You'll Put find signs out up quick, and go right? stand on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 you know, I, I jokingly say everybody would have to run for a public office. It would it, it make everybody under have a little bit more understanding. It's a great process. The, the American democratic process is a great process. I've certainly enjoyed being a part of it. And, uh, it, 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 you do have to be a little bit crazy to, to, to go into it, yeah, but, sure. it, uh, but you know, I think growing up in it and some other skills I have, uh, building relationships, uh, you know, it's a lot of the same thing in real estate. It's about relationships, working together, yeah. finding solutions, those kind of things. They sort of translated over to public service and I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I grew up here. I was the other day I went to, um, we had, they had the PSA thing. They had Justin Gatlin mm -hmm. and Justin was up there saying, listen, Pensacola is why I'm here. Pensacola yeah. made me who I am. Whenever I go out and compete, I remember that every day. I love Pensacola and I represent Pensacola. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly the same way I feel. And that's why I got involved in public service. It was my opportunity to give back to the community that raised me and, and you know, I was a part of. So it was exciting to come back and, yeah. and serve Scambia County. But I've done that for 12 years and, and enjoying that and, and, and now uh, find a, find a hopefully another calling. Maybe uh, I've already filed running for mayor of Pensacola. Yeah, so that's a big step, right? <laughs> it is. Like, it is. <laughs> he hasn't had enough punishment, has he? <laughs> um, but well, I, I want to highlight something too because I think you said it. You you had a skill set, right? And I think um, your parents were entrepreneurs and business owners. Yes. And uh, you kind of got voluntold or thrown <laughs> to the wolves. And well, it's a thing. You either have it or you don't. Absolutely. My my grandfather was an attorney. My my dad started a real estate. He was an attorney. Decided he got tired of practice, and he used to always say he got tired of practice and wanted to go. So he jumped into real estate. He he said law degree was great for helping in real estate, but he he much more enjoyed the selling and being involved. I went to work with him. 
uh, like I said, I got a, I had a, a, a finance background mm-hmm. from dealing with the bank and it was great. Uh, but, uh, but I, I, I certainly enjoyed being my, being my own boss a little bit more doing the real estate thing. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I'm still have my license. I work today for, for Coldwell Banker. I, uh, you know, so still, I'm still active in real You're estate. still hustling on the side? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, uh, public service takes a lot of my time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so, but, uh, still active in it and, uh, have several, uh, done some developments of my own. I uh, have some partners. We, we have some real estate ventures we've done mm-hmm. and, and, and continue to do manage those. But uh, again, have, have dedicated since 2006, much more of my time to public service. Very cool. So you, you've got an addiction to business then. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I, I absolutely always enjoyed it. I, have enjoyed, uh, free enterprise, I believe, or, or, you know, that's as much a part of as, as our American democracy is our yeah. free enterprise yeah. system. I'm an economics major. Um, I'm a minor. So yeah, so, uh, state. I am. So, so, uh, so that's what I did, and uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a huge believer in it. I I got started early here with junior achievement. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things that uh, I remember being in high school, and they they said uh, they said, "Do you you want to go do this?" And so I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'd, I'd love to learn about business." And my father thought it was the best thing ever, having been in sales. He's mm-hmm. like, "You need to go door to door and try to sell something that." No one else but your mother would want to buy. I remember we had this uh, candle because <laughs> if you yeah. sell it to her, you oh, can sell it to anybody, exa- right? You know, you, you, if you could, if you can go door to door and sell that, yeah. you get a sale. You've done well because <laughs> we we made these little candles and they they did. They, you know, I guess now today everybody has these aroma candles. They weren't mm-hmm. as big back in the eighties, and uh, so we made them and and uh, and they they came in the form of a seashell. But I remember going door to door and it was like the biggest thing ever. Yeah, I think they sold for like two bucks and. You made a ten percent commission. That's twenty cents. There I mean, that was, that was yeah. a big deal. I yeah. mean, you know, it was it was. So, how fun many units it. did you move that first summer? You know, I did a. I, I can't remember the the number. I did fairly well. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. Yeah. It, it kind of set me up for for. I didn't realize public service later on going door to door. So yeah, again, right? you got to be kind of crazy. You got you, <laughs> you got to get these things in your. You know, as, as you develop them. Yeah. Uh, but my, my my father was a big believer. Sales, you know, you, you're out there. You, you knock on as many doors. It's a, it's a it's a volume business. Eventually, somebody's going to say yes. A lot of people say mm-hmm. no, but you got to be able to just keep going. Yeah, I think it's these days that the statistics run. It's a for every hundred asks, it's a ninety eight no's, one maybe, and one yes. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but I can only take about twelve no's before I'm ready to quit for the day. So it's it's tough out there. You know, in cold calls, it was even worse. It was like one in like three hundred or something. So. Um, you learned a lot, though, didn't you? Uh, absolutely. Those are the things that teach you, and it was it was good. One thing else, I did enjoy the whole part of the business side part of it, and I, I really that's where I thought I was much more going, and I didn't I'd enjoyed it. You, you never know where your life's going to take you. Yeah. And again, I didn't realize in two thousand six, but that was one of the things I thought. I thought we were stagnating in Escambia County in the uh, in the two thousands. I really thought the nineties we had a lot of steam, and we kind of dropped the ball, and we had some real weaknesses. At the county commission, we had four commissioners that mm-hmm. got relieved, um, and I really thought we were stagnating, and and that was one of the reasons that really prompted why I wanted to run. Yeah, I, I hear you. I was uh, I was in high school in the late nineties, and and then starting college, and there were tumbleweeds down Palafox, and I tell people all the time there was no way I went, when I was gone, I was gone, I wasn't coming <laughs> back, right? And I, and I did, and now we're killing it like we are, and I can safely say my kids have something that they can stay here and and do and still get good education and, and, and good business. And 
So things are getting better. Well, it's you know? exciting. In fact, my uh, the vote that I was on was the same vote as the Maritime Park was on that same ballot. That was the first uh, when I was on that primary. <laughs> Way to go. And, Way to step uh, into that one, huh? And we had, you know, I mean, as, as, as Rick says, we had all the soccer moms out there uh, mm-hmm. campaigning, going door to door. We were we were doing that. And, and you know, I, th- I like to think we had a lot of momentum that helped, helped move that through at the same time. I mean, two-thirds of the city is in District 4 County Commission. So again, a lot of these people I've already served mm-hmm. uh, as their county commissioner. I've already, they, they know me. Uh, they know they know the ethics, transparency, everything else that I bring to the table, my experience, the relationships I have. So uh, really, for me, it's it's getting to know the other one third of the city yeah. and, and really looking to to represent everybody. I'm I'm excited by the opportunities. So uh, let me ask you because I don't think a lot of people when when you say county commissioner. I'm sure some people think that, well, they probably write some bylaws or do some paperwork throughout the day, but you guys really have your hands on every piece of business and, and the entities and assets that form this community. Don't it, you? you absolutely do. And that's the other, that's the one thing that has come out of my 12 years that I've, in fact, I was the president of the Florida Association of Counties because I was such a strong believer in what local government does. Um, you know, when I first ran, I, I went to a law firm and it was funny because they told me, they said, well, we've you know, we've always hosted uh, things for people that were running for Congress or running for mm-hmm. state office or running for, you know, state representative or senator. We've never really done local politics. And I said, but that's where most of the things you do today are, are will be impacted by your local government. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and again, you can have great, uh, you know, other things, but if you don't have good local government, you are going to stagnate as a community. Yeah. And and, and I, I think that's one of the things that local government is, I think it is vitally important it suffers from a problem that is not sexy. It mm-hmm. is not. It's, it's not, not Washington, a discussion that a lot of people want to have. It, it, it is. It's a, it, you know, but it, I, I, I equate it to it. it's a lot of blocking and tackling. I mean, yeah. we, are, we, we aren't the people that are going down and scoring a lot of touchdowns, but we're vital just like a football team. If, mm-hmm. you don't, if you're not blocking and tackling, you're not going to win yeah. any games. Although I'm going to have to say over the last, I think, in my opinion, over the last probably 16 to 18 months, we've started making some very important wins. Yeah. And piece by piece, they're starting to really come together. And I think when the sum of the parts, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really good. Well, I, again, these are, these are things that, that, that I got involved with. And, and the reason I thought they needed to be happening is we needed to be much more business focused. Yeah. Um, you know, when I look back at some of the wins we've been able to do, uh, I worked diligently with Ken Ford. We, the county is the one that provided all the financing to help them get that new building mm-hmm. and continuing to grow and, and do what they're doing. I was very involved in working with 4-H when that decision was made so that we could expand Navy Federal out there. Yeah. Um, I provided the financing uh, for, for, the, um, for the city and the county's portion of, uh, of the VTMA mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming in. Uh, we gave, I gave 850000 of District 4 money to make that happen uh, because I believe that those kind of things and us finding other opportunities you know, I, I love and I've been a strong supporter of hospitality and I yeah. always will be because I think it's one way we can export our taxes to other people and we need people, we need mm-hmm. tourism, but we need something else that's going to be beyond those jobs. And I think when you look at what we've been able to do with Navy Federal, with VTMA, mm-hmm. with other things. All the tech, the tech and, and, and the, the STEM programs around um, here, it, UWF. It, that, that stuff is, is that we need to keep going. We need to yeah. keep finding ways to leverage uh, that, 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 uh, that real uh, brain power uh, initiatives, that knowledge-based economy. Yeah. That, that's the kind of stuff that we've got to continue to do and a huge believer in, absolutely, yeah. however we can make that happen. So in, in Grover's world, let, let's just take away the, the politics and the offices and all that stuff. Ideally, 10, 20 years from now, what do you see? If, if, it were, if, if you were the, the puppet master for, for a moment, if I could say, what, what do you see? 
you know what I what I see is a community that can has continued to grow and build on that that asset. I think the whole economy is moving that direction, mm-hmm. uh, the whole country and, and what we're doing. So we've got to be at the forefront of that. We've got to be figuring out how to do knowledge base. I think what would you see in UWF, you see an, a, a, an expanded version of that. You see yeah. them being more relevant uh, because we need more. Uh, we need to be learning there. We need to be focusing also, you know, at the at the at the bottom end of our education system. But we're yeah. certainly focused there. And how do we uh, how do we make that happen? I think we create we create the community we want to live in, and other people will want to live there too. Yeah. If it, the uh, the barriers to business, especially in this kind of situation, are 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 in our advantage more than ever before because you can be wherever you want to be. Oh well, sure. So yeah. why wouldn't you want to be in a community like this? Where I'm looking outside your great windows here, and it's, it's nice and sunny. No, it's a parking lot. It's a sunny parking <laughs> lot, right? Well, I, I'm looking over the parking lot. I see the trees and the yeah. and, 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 and some the more blue development sky. coming in and, down and the road. The, exactly, in the blue sky. And, and the the issue, what has always been, what was our general problem was was uh, was we we had a lot of barriers to entry because of Northwest Florida. We were we were kind of cut off uh, from the rest of the mm-hmm. state that we were in. People still thought we were part of Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't have a, a very strong capital access yeah. market. All things that were traditional, all all things that were traditional sort of barriers that could happen um, to, to business, mm-hmm. I think, have gone down, which makes communities like Pensacola, like Northwest Florida, who say, look at the quality of life we have. You can be, yeah. you can be out on the water. You can be doing any number of things. It's it's February and it's seventy degrees. Um, yes, you know, it these is, are, isn't it? <laughs> these are these are things that 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 you can absolutely do here. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to come here? Yeah, uh, you know, that's the, that's the better question. So you know, our challenge is. Uh, you say, what does the future look like? Too. We've also got to invest in our infrastructure. We, yeah. We've got to keep stay ahead of that because we want growth, but we want growth that we can handle mm-hmm. and what will be suitable and sustainable. Um, you know, it's not going to fall apart in, in 10 years because we didn't put the right foundation in. Absolutely. And, and I think when you look at the city, because of the infrastructure it has, especially in the, the, the capacity for somewhere like a downtown and, and continue to move, uh, you know, you, you have you have that stuff here. You can deal with vertical. Uh, you've got a grid system. Those things will, will make it much better. Uh, the downtown and those areas within the city certainly work. But mm-hmm. again, my vision is, Downtown's been successful. We want to continue to make yeah. that success. Yeah. But how do we translate Expand that success it. exactly yeah. to West Pensacola, to to the Brownsville area? How do we take it up up Ninth Avenue, yeah. up to up north Creighton and those areas? We got to be able to translate that success and move forward. And I I really think uh, that's a huge part of what a mayor does. I think I think I think it's it's not about just the uh, you know being at ribbon cuttings and, and mm-hmm. doing that stuff. It's about rolling up your sleeves and getting active. I think you have to engage. I don't know the solutions, and I don't think you should ever elect a leader who tells you I got all the answers. Right? Because because that's not that's <laughs> not very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, my idea is not to come up with the answers. The answers will be, in fact, better if I get if I can find out fifty eight thousand people to work on the answers, mm-hmm. or better if I get three hundred thousand people within Scambia County, or even five hundred thousand within the the, the MSA. Mm-hmm. If they start coming up with solutions, what you need in an elected leader is somebody who can translate and make that idea come to fruition. Yeah, uh, one of us can never be as smart as all of us, right? That's exactly, and it, I think the real job there is, is how do you engage? You got to engage and begin to start that process. And we would like to get out there in every district uh, in the city of Pensacola yeah. and engage the people. We can't do everything at once. Money's not unlimited. Sure. Uh, 
but you can prioritize, you can identify and prioritize, and you can, if you have a plan, you can begin to execute that yeah. plan. And that's the idea of what we'd like to do. Do you think there's been enough of, of the growth that's happened and the, the success that has happened that we're able to go ahead and copy the model and start, act, and start activating it in the other areas? Or do you think I, we need some more time here? I think you need you need to start making that happen. I think I think if you're going to be successful and be inclusive, mm -hmm. you've got to figure out how to solve it in other areas. Yeah, it doesn't mean you ever stop in downtown. Downtown continues to keep going. Downtown's really going to be our base that we will sure. continue to work sure. for. But you have to translate it out, and you have to be able to say to those communities that are outside to say, "What are your priorities? Give them the chance to engage with them. Let them identify their own priorities." Mm -hmm figure out what they are and begin to execute. Yeah. And the way you execute then is the other big way. Um, you know, they talked about, I, I always describes themselves with nouns or adjectives whenever they talk. I, I prefer to think if you're going to run for mayor, you need to be thinking verbs. I, right. I, I tend to think, <laughs> I tend to think that it means you're doing something. Yeah. I mean, sure. engage, uh, collaborate and advocate. That's what you need to be doing. The next step is to go to collaboration. Um, you know, the mayor and the council need to be working together. I mean, they're not always going to agree. In politics, no one should ever agree. In business, you don't agree. Sure. But in, in business, if somebody has an idea and somebody has something different, they use that to make the product better. Right, um, right. We should be doing the same thing. We should be using our differences to actually turning in a product that's better yeah. and, and collaborating together. Find a way us, to collaborate. Stan and us, we, we talk about it a lot. It, it, there's so many dots here that we can connect. That if they all just connected, it would it'd be a catalyst for a huge change, that, very fast. And, and well, quick he change. keyed on several things there: yeah. the collaboration and partnerships. Yeah, because and custom our tech industries. Other. One thing you read there: what makes tech industries successful is collaboration. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and I can work in my pajamas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the the big thing I I got to learn is. Is you know we came out. I happened to be the chairman when we had the oil spill, and it was it was devastating. Man, you you just jump right in, don't you? <laughs> but you're like, give me the worst, and if I can survive this, I'll go to the next thing. So uh, so we 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 jumped in, and and we we even though we sustained ninety seven percent of the oil collected, it became real fast that if Escambia County was going to try to hit, lift all this by themselves, mm -hmm. there was no way we were sure. going to lift it. Um, all the stuff that went on with the store and the chance that we've got to see probably. 500 million in the Restore Act come back to Northwest Florida, or Triumph 1.5 billion yeah. come back. None of that would have started if we hadn't begun to thought, what what could we do? But yeah. we couldn't lift it as a Scamby County. We had to develop an eight county coalition. People always ask, why do you do that? And I said, I said, because it helps to have friends. If you can <laughs> exactly. partner with somebody, you can get more done. Yeah. Um, I, I could sit here all by myself and I probably had the, the most injury. But I would never have been successful if it hadn't been working yeah. with those other people. The other thing is we, we began, I think Northwest Florida, I love this place. We came together. That's, that's been our biggest challenge is we have generally fought each other for every yep. penny. And for the first time, we said, rather than fight about the pennies, we can go make dollars if we work together. Yeah. And, and, and again, uh, it was a whole mindset change. It, it really is. was. It was, it, it was feast or famine. And then it was like. Okay, we're all in this together. It's, I mean, it, it tough always, times will make you do that. A hurricane, every time a hurricane, like especially with Ivan and, and the big ones, you know, Aaron and Opal, and then the oil spill. I mean, you know, different than nine eleven or, or any of the other major disasters that things go through. But this is what it creates, and, and people, it's it's human nature, which is kind of weird if you watch it from that that thirty thousand foot view. But we all decided, okay, it's all of us. It's not just me, or it's not just them. It's either we all do this or we all go down. Well, I, I've always generally said, and again, I love this area. I'm a product of the area, but I, I certainly understand some of our shortcomings. 
we've always been a hundred percent of nothing. And, and, and again, yeah. I'd rather have 5% of something than 100% of nothing yeah. and, and trying to get people to understand that just because it's not your idea, if you're, if you're not going to get anything, then what does it matter? I mean, right. uh, join up and partner with somebody else's idea and take 5%. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where 5% of something's worth a whole lot more than 100% of nothing. So it's stuck and it's maybe, just, maybe it's just running a little longer this time, but it's stuck, I think. The mindset's stuck to, to the community this time. The other thing is, is, is that shift from there's only so much pie and everybody gets a piece and it gets smaller, change to, well, the more, the more people we have, the bigger the, the pie, pie gets, right? Exactly. So it was, a, it, I mean, it was a, it was a cultural shift, I think, as much as it was, we all started understanding economics a little bit differently. And, well, and so it was like invest, invest, invest and watch it grow. Well, I, I like to th say things don't happen by accident. I mean, that's something I, that's something I went into office <laughs> with. Uh, I went into office with with believing i mean I, I that's a culture change i want to change yeah. i want to change us where we understand the idea is to grow the pie yeah and if if the pie grows we're all going to get more i mean i mean we, we we generally have fought each other so hard in northwest florida because oh, there we hasn't cut, been we cut our nose about our face we we will do that and i think if we can change that part of it we have incredible talent here i mean yeah. like i said i went to the last two nights i went to the, the psa event and saw our sports talent and went to uh, went to the Pace Awards last night and saw uh, some of the other business talent yeah. we have in this community. We have incredibly talented yeah, people. Yeah, we really do. We just got to find out how to work together for the betterment of everything. Yeah. And I think I think we got a lot of people who want to do it. I think that's that's where, that is the important kind of thing that you can do. Is That's why I'm running, right? I mean, in so many ways, that's one of the things that I think is important about this. Because as a county commissioner, you are you are sort of pigeonholed into one district sure. of, of the commission. You can't even really talk to the other commissioners because of the sunshine. But the mayor is in a position where you are able to go across the region, yeah. talk with whoever, work with whoever, and begin to make things happen. It is with that skill set and the ability, if you have somebody in there that can, can truly collaborate and work across ways, you can do so much more for the community. Yeah. The city is a small 58,000. But and the, whereas the MSA is five hundred thousand, but the challenge is that position has the ability to work and set that mindset change. Yeah, just what you talked about and begin to move it forward. Yeah. So, where, where what are the other challenges you think, as as a mayor or as a city um, government, is going to apprehend some of that growth? Or uh, well, obviously the obstacles. biggest the biggest challenge always for 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 government then becomes infrastructure. I mean, growth is what you need, right. and you need growth to get more money so you can deal with the infrastructure. But if your growth outstrips your infrastructure, it's like a small business. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's like I can um, only scale so fast before it is looking like it does right now. <laughs> it's like it's like I can handle if you if you're selling something, you you get an order for a hundred, you're like mm -hmm. I can handle that. You get the order for a thousand, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll outstrip my, yeah, and, and and so a lot of it is is how do you keep up, and and I think you said important part of sustainability. Uh, I think that's where uh, that that's what's important about the city of Pensacola is so much of the infrastructure in the city of Pensacola is there, and we have uh, a, a a good amount, and what's and it's from the county's perspective, it's sort of envious because uh, because there are places we're going that we don't have that same. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think it's constantly about how you do that. And I think the other part is how do you do it so that you don't impact the environmental assets you have? I mean, yeah. everybody loves You don't want to mess up here. the beaches. <laughs> no, you don't want to mess up the bay, I yeah. mean, and, and everything else. I mean, that's why people love living here on the water. I think we've done a great job of trying to do that. That's one of the reasons 
and the restore projects. One of my projects is Carpenter's Creek. How do we deal with that? Because yeah. if you deal and, and you, you find better ways uh, to protect your whole watershed, uh, you're going to turn Bayou Tahar into a better mm -hmm. place. You're going to turn Pensacola into a better place. But it's that growth. We want growth. I keep telling people, we you don't want to not have growth. Right, right. Not, not having no growth, growth is and terrible. too much growth is, are the same problem. So what you want to do is you want to get growth, but a growth that you can handle yeah. and you can continue to take care of that and you can and you can figure out. Um, you know, what's always interesting to me is one of the things we're about to do is the estuary plan that that was one of the things that came out of the the um, the oil spill that mm -hmm. we're doing. We're, we're now creating an estuary plan for Pensacola Bay, and you look at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay over the last 30 years has like doubled in population, mm -hmm. the overall Tampa Bay area. Yet it's one of the big oyster suppliers now too, isn't it? They they've improved their water yeah. quality and, and and seagrass in Tampa Bay dramatically. Yeah. So it's that's proof that 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 you know, so for when I first was coming along, you know, people believed either you were business or you were environment. You right. couldn't be both. Right. You have to be both. Yeah. You, you, you know, if you're really going to 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 figure out how to do it, you've got to be both and figure out a way. But I'll have business. I'll have an environment. You yeah. can't. You can't. You can't sustain the environment if you don't have business and the money to do it. And you can't have business if you don't have an environment that's good enough to work with. And until we, uh, that's another mindset change. We have to understand that both of those two things are vitally cr critical. I'm, we're I'm do. so happy to hear him say that because over the last two years, I've discovered the triple bottom line concept and philosophy. Uh, Mona Amadeo with ID Group had done some work as their thesis and. I was, we were doing some radio stuff and she got me into it. So I'm talking to these people all across the planet that were proving that you could do people, planet, profit, and that you could do the right thing, take care of your environment that's around you, still take care of your people, still have a good living and, and still show profit because people didn't think you could do both. And, and watching these companies do this, and I'm, it, it's inspiring. Yeah. I, I find it crazy that we somehow thought that they were diametrically opposed because, yeah. I mean, why would you want, I mean, I've done real estate development. Why would I want to develop in a place that I wouldn't want to live? Right, I mean, I mean, right. I mean, I mean, or, we, or trash everything that you're going to build on top of. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's it, it, it's a it's the wrong thing to think of. And and I've always believed if if you if you embrace all people want when they come in and, and do development is to want to what are the rules, consistent right. rules, and if you and if you make that happen, they will do it and figure out a way to do it. And I, I that's one of the things I've I've also you know, when you look at what's going to happen, we continue to deal with infrastructure. But one of the things I was most proud of is the sector plan that we did that was north of the interstate, which I think is going to see a lot of growth from what is happening that we already see with Navy, Federal, and everything else. But for the first time ever in Escambia County's history, we really got ahead of where the growth was going to go. Right, right. And we set in some parameters to 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 take care of how development could happen, and we were ahead of it. Right. And, and I, think, I think that will over the next 50 years that will happen and i think it will be a wiser development and we'll see it and we'll probably go back and say you know that was when we did the sector plan we didn't realize what was going to happen 50 years down the right. road but we created and and so i i truly believe business um your 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 public sector they're all trying to strive for that they're they're trying to figure out how to do it but it's it, it's like you said it's a new model it's a new it's a new yeah, idea it's and, a different way of looking at things uh, you know stan's going to talk about the the event we got coming up with the Jetro and stuff, but one of the reasons that they've been looking here so hard is because it was a new model and it was infrastructure that was already in place. It was quality of life that was there. It was the space that they could actually move here and not be overcrowded. Um, but you've watched all these other companies in the last six to eight months have shut down their big, large out in the you know country warehouses and stuff and started moving into downtown 
offices or, you know, more suburb style where you had all of that, the quality of life kind of back to it and the, and the infrastructure was there, the fiber was there and the, you know, transportation could happen. So I just, I, it's kind of cool. And technology has made things smaller Yeah, and it's easier to produce with less equipment. Less people, we hate to say sometimes. But yeah, but you know what? Well, we got to come up with the stuff, but right? you got to come. You got to do still it. still need the ideas. Well, it's either that or lose it to China. <laughs> no, that's true. But, 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 you you know. Know, but you know that the new stuff, it, it just simply changes what we had. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it actually, you know, it creates more jobs. I mean, it's one of those things that overall, uh, things that were, were never thought of five years ago, even as a job. Now you can get a job in mm-hmm. those things. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, so while it I mean, does take thought some I could jobs, sit around and do radio all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 while some jobs leave, other jobs come. And right. I think, I think the idea is how do we find those things that will we'll really leverage into, into new jobs. But that is one of the things that is always on the mind. Um, but it, it's, a, it's, it's kind of that chicken or egg thing. I think that's why we got to come back to the education. The better we can do with education and not, Keep we, we clearly have to do the K through 12, but also that, that the, every time we can help UWF become better, uh, and I see it, I mean, it's just impressive. You talk about a place that's night and day compared to where mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Five, 10, 15, you go 20 There's years degrees ago. degrees you just, can't even get across the nation uh, that you can get there now, which it I was is, totally blown away by. And, and that helps all of us. That yeah. raises the bar for everyone in Northwest Florida. That, that is our, in Northwest Florida, that is our university. And yeah. that's what we should, should gravitate to. And that's, that's what we really need it to carry us forward. Um, and, and, I, you know, Judy Benz, I think is, I think the world of her and the vision she had to, to really challenge us to make that a real traditional mm-hmm. kind of college and, and, and begin to, to, to spin off those. Think other bigger. Kind of, exactly. Uh, and I think Martha's going to take it and just, you know, go further with it. Yeah. And, and, in all fairness too. PSC. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, it was PG, PJC, you PJC, know? Yep. And so it still sounds weird to say PSCs, but the stuff that they've been doing and the recognition that they've been getting, both, we have a community that has a junior college or state college and a university in it, like other larger communities, but both of them are nationally recognized for specific areas of cybersecurity and archaeology and technology and STEM programs, things that are actually relevant to somebody being able to get a job when they graduate. Well, again, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, personally, even long before that, uh, I've been on the Pensacola State College Foundation board since uh, since 2000. When my parents died, um, we put a we that was one of the things we thought about what we wanted to do to recognize them and the legacy they had, mm-hmm. and we put together the Robinson Honors Program because they were concerned about uh, education yeah. and. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The, the education they were worried about is what makes a difference for those individuals trying to translate into yeah. a job and what's there. And I, I, I think the world of, of Dr. Meadows and what he's done, Ed's been doing there, doing a great job. And, and they continue and to keep do the pace. Yeah. I mean, it's it, to keep pace with the way that technology and jobs move today. That's not easy. And, and, and every now and then I still call it PJC. <laughs> every time, man, every time. In fact, uh, two years ago at I-10, I gave a, uh, one of my Ignite talks was about how Generation X had pretty much got screwed because uh, the technology was coming out so fast that the manuals weren't written yet. Yeah. Right. So we either didn't know about it and didn't have the opportunity to learn about it because the manuals weren't there. And then we kind of got thrown to the wolves later. Whereas Y and Z and all that, man, they're, they're zooming, zooming, zooming. And the baby boomers, well, they just didn't care until it was too late and they had to care, right? And by then, they, the manuals were there, the videos were there and all that stuff. So it was, we've been out on a limb 
flying blind. Well, I, I'm I'm right there in the middle of the Gen X. <laughs> yes, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, uh, so. But but no, it is it's it's great, and I, I'm happy to see what's going on there. With you're 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 exactly right. We have some great uh, assets in this community. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you've been following what uh, Quinn's been doing with the early childhood learning stuff? Yes, been a big supporter of yeah. that from the beginning. So that was a pretty bold move, I thought. And what a brave thing to do is to take things at the root. I, I mean, that, that I think, was the problem. Every, and, and everybody kept trying to address it. it, it put know, a at first, on. it was it was first, how do we address it in high school? And how do we address it here? And, and the problem was the product, by the time it got to there, yeah. was behind. Yeah. And uh, right before I was in Leadership Florida, class 34, a couple of years ago, and so right before Quint came out with this thing, we had had in one of our Leadership Florida classes, uh, a lady come speak to us about poverty, and I did not realize we were. she was talking about the whole issue of the vocabulary and, and, and how that mm-hmm. is such an impact on you. And it began, you, you begin to see the issue is not that they can't get it by these ages. The problem is they never started on level playing with, yeah. field. In the, and and it, it makes sense when you see it. And it was, it didn't make sense to me in one way. Cause I said, well, you know, there are plenty of people from a, uh, from a poor background that have made it. And, and she said, she said they do. If generally they are in a religious background, because if they read books like the Bible, right. and the, the, they're the getting the vocabulary. And, and I had never thought about that. And then all of a sudden I started thinking about a lot of people that come from poverty and nothing have a strong uh, religious background. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, 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 all of a sudden it was translating that, okay, that also translates into what they're exposed to, the vocabulary. Yeah. I would never have thought about that until I was in that class. And then it was like six months after that, Quint comes up with this thing. I said, I'm sold. I, I would. Yeah. I already met with her own, and uh, this lady that talked about it at, at uh, Leadership Florida, and I'm already sold on that yeah. idea. I, I think I, it's huge. I've been. I'm with you. I, I'm a huge supporter, and I'm amazed that sometimes it's the simplest answer that's the right answer. I mean, start at the beginning, and it's not very hard. It's vocabulary. It's making sure that those that need to teach it can teach it. Well, we all have the skill. We all have the ability, right? Well, most of us have the ability, but. The way he had laid it out, I was thinking, man, that's brave. I'm an instant gratification kind of guy. I like when the yard gets mowed row by row. I like when the vacuum gets done in the living room and you can see it when it's done. He said, well, I'm not even going to be around to see the results. But you got enough faith to, to jump in and well, go at it. I think to ever, as a community, you gotta, you've always, that's one of the things I hate about the political cycle is it makes us very short term. Mm-hmm. But if you want to really make the huge leap, you've got to think long term. Yeah. And you've got to do things. Uh, that you probably won't see the gratification of. I mean, we, we've tried to do that in some of the things uh, that have been going on at the county. And, and, and I, think, I think to an extent, you realize when you come into a seat, you're not going to be there forever. And yes, everybody wants to get something done tomorrow sure. so they can, put on, they can put on the thing and say, hey, I mm-hmm. did something. But at the end of the day, what's more important are the things we've invested in and they'll pay off in the dividends in the future yep. long after we're gone. Very cool. So... We got this guy over here who has invested just a little bit of time in uh, and helping some of this business community grow. I think maybe maybe an hour a week or two. Well, since it's Pensacon week, I'm just the equalizer here. To <laughs> yeah, you okay. are. We're gonna get you some lightsabers here in a little <laughs> while. Um, so I, I'm partial to this event because we're gonna be broadcasting from it, um, and I do think it's important. And I've learned a lot through stand about the Japanese culture that we have here, and and a lot of the obviously because of the military background and stuff and people coming in and out, but there are so many different ethnic groups that are here that I did not know growing up. Um, so between Leadership Pensacola, which I was class of 2012, 
and and some of the stuff Stan showed me, it's my eyes have just been wide open for things that even two years ago I had no idea existed. But tell us what tell them what we're doing because I think it's really cool. Well, we're uh, uh, Northwest Florida and South Alabama are lucky to have Jetro. Uh, that's the Japan External Trade Organization. In case you needed another acronym. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, another acronym. But anyway, this ties into like uh, our Commissioner Robinson had just mentioned about uh, collaboration yeah. and partnerships. They are going to offer um, our businesses in, like I said, our region, a chance to sh- connect with Japanese companies. Mm-hmm. And in turn, that helps Japan keep growing their economy. Yeah. And hopefully it helps our businesses grow their economy by connections. And uh, this, uh, this event is a first-time event. They mainly hold these events like in Birmingham, Atlanta, Orlando. So we had to make it a regional event for population mm-hmm. reasons. But they, they are going to hold put it. us on the map. Man. We, we're on this, the map now. This, this will not be your last one. You know that, right? Uh, hope, hope not. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to hold it. Uh, it'll be uh, March 5th. Mm-hmm. That's on a Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Guff Power Corporate Auditorium. Yeah. Uh, so we encourage people to go to uh, Eventbrite. You can register. And we have a good lineup of uh CEOs coming mm-hmm. and uh, and technology companies yeah, as well for thinkers. the first time. Some thinkers. Well, and, it, and, and big it's free. Hit, big hitters. And it's and, free. And it is free. It's being paid for by the uh, Jetro. Yeah. So and, and that's Jetro, not Jethro. From, yeah. From, yeah. From, so yeah. I said that yeah. like the first three weeks that we were talking about this. Uh, I was missing and moving on up too. So um, let's let's not be modest here. You got some big hitters coming. And, we got and some very big heater, hitters some, coming. Some um, people that are behind the scenes and companies that are behind the scenes, and you don't even realize how large they are. Everybody, when you say Google, they know how Google, they know who Google is and how big they are. When you said Jabil, I had no idea. Jabil is like, they make Google the look 149 like, yeah. brands that yeah. we use every day. And then all the pieces they that go in those brands. <laughs> uh, if you're using a yeah. smartphone or smart device, mm-hmm. you're using Jabil technology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're the internet of things. Yeah. They connect us. Uh, yeah. to I the would world. love to be down in like that secret lab. Uh, Cause you know, the stuff they're working on. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I got to see what their lab last year. Yeah. And it's just mind blowing oh, what they got on. Uh, they built a huge innovation center, the blue sky mm-hmm. center in Silicon Valley, uh, two years ago, which is Bit hit is yeah. uh, is uh, I encourage everybody I go online like and every look at awesome that. Disney Pixel movie ever made with technology and yeah times ten. But anyway, we got uh, David Johnson. He's coming to town. He also set up the uh, J Bill office in Tokyo mm-hmm. for J Bill. Mm-hmm. Very fluent in Japanese. Knows the Japanese business. Yeah, uh, which is a really he lived cool there culture. for twenty years. Yeah, before he came back to the corporate offices in St. Petersburg, which is probably why he's been so darn successful here, to be honest. Uh, the we also have Gersh uh, Wobble. He's their strategic planner. Yeah. for J. Bill, he's going to talk on Industry 4.0, yeah. which most people don't even know what for Industry 4.0. Yeah, that's we're, the future. Still hanging of, AOL. That's the future <laughs> of manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's something that we even need to know about as we try to develop our innovation center yeah. here in Pensacola. Or using Because if the, it's not included in it, yep. technology companies You're aren't going to look for our students. And, and using some of the old assets or old buildings um, and things that are going on. Like I, I thought that was part of their 4.0 was 
don't go don't go create the new. Use what you have or what's been abandoned or 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 needs to be redone. Well, I, I just want to give Stan a lot of credit because there there are several things when he talked about. You know, we've talked about a lot of things, and sometimes in the public sector, we we get ideas and we start going with them. And he he was very quick to say, okay. Sounds good, but it's not going to be valuable unless you do this. And we checked it out, and and, and we are doing that. The, the the stuff that you talked about. So I think that's that's critical. I really appreciate his his ability to to, to really introduce he us knows to the things we need guys. to do. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we have uh, our medical field needs to be. We've got some good in- hospitals and institutions mm-hmm. here. Uh, technology is part of the medical yep. field. Uh, we have Cyberdyne, which is a Japanese company. The CEO's coming. Uh, that we also have the CEO of Brooks Rehabilitation Institute coming from Jacksonville. These two companies were connected through Jetro. Right, right. And they they are now, since their connection with their exoskeletal uh, training and Mm -hmm. rehabilitation stuff that Cyberdyne has developed, now uh, Brooks Rehabilitation Institute in Jacksonville has come as one of the best in the country. Yeah, yeah. And so this was from that connection. Guys in one room. That's all. Uh, yeah. uh, Put me there, please. So you know, yes, our you know, there's a lot that we can learn, and our medical community uh, should be involved in, and hopefully they'll come out and support the event and register too yeah. as well. So, so here's the part where I nerd out, and and I'm probably a little bit different than maybe the majority of the the public, but here's guys, you know, back in the day is a youth growing up i was very rebellious and punk rock and we're down with the establishments and ceos and all the suits and ties and all that stuff but as i've moved into the business world over the last 25 years those are the guys when you think about the things that they do and how they operate and how their brain works and and they run billion dollar companies with what is it 96 countries that J- J- 98 in? 98 countries 180,000 yeah, employees what? worldwide right so and then you think about getting in a room with maybe four or five of those guys. Like that's an opportunity that not very many people get. And then and we're going to have it here Pensacola. in Pensacola. Yeah, this <laughs> will be their first time visit to Pensacola. Yeah. a lot so, of them are looking for it. I I just talked with Gersh this morning uh, when I was at work, and he's uh, staying at our new Holiday Inn that's opening up awesome. downtown Pensacola. Perfect. Looking for it. So you know, uh, this is great. They're going to be uh, meeting with uh, IHMC while they're here, the Robotics yeah. Institute, which JBL is big in robotics. Uh, they're also going to be meeting with UWF. Uh, yeah, they're going to do some cool stuff, I bet. Yes. Uh, they're a huge maker of our 3D printers. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think like a, most of them. <laughs> they're the largest commercial drone manufacturer in the world. Yeah. I flew uh, one of theirs this morning. So, <laughs> yeah, I crashed one last week. <laughs> <You> just crashed <laughs> Well, that, that, but, that's what it'd be exciting. Like you said, I mean, just the, the energy and the, the ability to share yeah. ideas. That's always like talking to Ken. I'm always, I'll, I always feel like I'm smarter whenever I've talked to him. I, I just, I hope yeah. he's not dumber because he talked to me. Yeah. That's what I'm. <laughs> I, I tell my kids all the time, very, very young, uh, you know, 12 and in, in, well, 11 and 14 going on 25 and 30. But um, if you're the, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, you know, go. This is an opportunity to go to learn. Go see it. Go yes, and, what, and you'll get to talk to these individuals afterwards. Yeah, they're allowing a long time after the program. Yeah, from, before they got to fly uh, back out. So yeah, so they can you can meet these gentlemen. If you have quite more questions that can't get answered. They're yeah. here to talk. So we're going to interview them. So uh, Keith's going to interview them. Yep. That's good. Um, I'll probably facilitate some form of Q and A afterwards, or 
maybe a, a continuation of a, a think tank, possibly, I've been thinking. And another thing that I mentioned last week, uh, which is big. Because so bored. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, J-Bill, uh, thanks to Jackie Ram, Dr. Mm-hmm. Jackie Ram, uh, she, she stopped in uh, toward UWL, engineering department, uh, back yeah. in November uh, 2016. Uh, it's taken a while, but about three weeks ago, J-Bill announced yep. that they were adding the University of West Florida to schools of cooperation. Yeah. This is huge yeah. for UWL. That's big. Uh, so now their students will be able to apply for internships at a technology yeah. growth company. Oh, my gosh. Relevant experience before so I hit the job where, market. So these, all this fits in with a lot that Commissioner uh, Robinson was talking about. Yeah. And we need this. And hopefully this will lead to bigger and better things for our community. Uh, if it doesn't, then we're all just we just need to go home. because it's, it's, it's going to. It's going to. It can't, it, can't, it can't not work. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's too big to fail, I guess. Yes. You advance the conversation. You continue, as you said, you, you keep making yourself smarter. We're going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's showing. And, and I think this is, I love this time to be alive right now in this community. And I'm so glad I came back here because this is fun, right? This is, this is neat because everything that we did and we worked for is starting to pay off. And, and, and validation is the best feeling <laughs> in the world, man. So... But I'll tell you what, we are we have talked way past probably as far as we should have. But um for those that are interested in your platform and, and your runnings and stuff, where do we want to send them to? You can go to www.iam for Grover, and that's I am I A M. Um and then also Facebook is I am for Grover, I A M F O R G R O V R. Awesome. Thank you very how much. How long your like how, when, when is the election? Um, uh, you know, it, 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 if there are more than if there are more than three people running, it will be August 28th. Um, ah. And if there are only two people running, it goes to November. It's a, the, the city is a nonpartisan race. That's right. Um, so it's nonpartisan. So they don't go on the same rules. It's not a plurality. Uh, you have to actually win 50% plus right. one vote. Right. Um, so you have to get 50% plus one vote. So um, when the guy says, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Uh, it matters. It matters. Yeah. Absolutely. It, uh, so, uh, so again, you, you, you've got to do that to, to, to get that. And, and that's the way the city charter is set up. Cool. Very cool. All right. One more time for the, uh, for the tickets. Okay. For the, it's a free event, but for the uh, Japan-U.S. Uh, Business uh, Partnership Forum, that's going to be on March 5th from 1 to 3 at Gulf Power Auditorium. Uh, it w- doors will open at 12. If anyone that's interested, but you can go to Eventbrite uh, and uh, register through that uh, site. Okay, guys. And you can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, and you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter, or you can find us on our website at PensacolaBusinessRadio.us. Gentlemen, thank you both for coming in today. Keith, thank you so much for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Thank you. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.